0: Hello, beautiful, inspiring, empowering, and unstoppable humans. Welcome to another episode of the Self Love Effect podcast, where we strive to be our most authentic, unapologetic selves, empowering those around us to be the best version of themselves, not just today, but for days to come, because it is a lifelong journey. Now, on today's episode, we do have a very special guest, but before I introduce her, I wanted to take a second and remind you all that we do have a team self-love effect community group page on Facebook. It is private. Head over and join us as as our community continues to grow, full of empowering and absolutely inspiring Humans who make me better and who really have been such a light in my life. Now, also, if you have gained anything from this podcast, all I ask is that you head on over, leave a review, like, comment, subscribe, and share with family and friends. That way, we are able to grow organically, and through the algorithm, we'll be able to reach so many others. Before we go any further, I want you guys to close your eyes and repeat after me. Sometimes the greatest miracle is being able to face exactly where I'm at and say, this is where I am. No running, no hiding. There's gold for me here. And I intend to find it, no matter what. I believe in myself. I will show up for myself. And I will continue to be the best version of me, celebrating every step of the way. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. So on today's podcast episode, our very special guest, is Dr. Chelsea Page. She's an intimacy and women's empowerment expert and therapy informed coach passionate about working with women who are ready to break free from the need to be everything to everyone and being their full authentic self. A reformed people pleaser, perfectionist and overachiever herself, Dr. Chelsea Page is ready to help you step into confidence and connection with yourself and in your relationship. Welcome Dr. Chelsea Page, the self love effect podcast. So excited and overwhelmed to have you here. And really, I feel like this podcast is going to reach so many women and going to empower because I feel that the truth is real intimacy both physical and emotional starts with you as an individual. And that's one thing, as we as women, you know, we tend to hide or shield ourselves from, or, oh, I can't do that. Um, and so, so excited to have you. Um, you are an intimacy and women's empowerment expert. And therapy informed coach. And you're just so passionate about helping so many women and transforming their lives, you know, helping them break free and to be their authentic true selves. So, welcome to the Self Love Effect podcast.
1: Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. And such a beautiful introduction. I love these conversations. And I'm so happy to be here on your podcast. I know. I know everything we talk about here today is going to be so powerful and impactful to everyone listening. So it's going to be juicy and delicious. I can already feel it. It's going to be good. Yes. It's going to be good.
0: So excited. So this is going to be something new, right? Cause the listeners, but have never, we've never talked about self intimacy or just intimacy in general. And, but in a sense, I feel like it starts there, right? Because I can honestly attest to when I, hated myself and it had nothing to do with weight it was all because i allowed my limiting beliefs take over who i was and i remember my husband was always like are you okay like what's wrong with you and you know we can you have that disconnect during sex and i'm like i'm sorry like it's not you you're not the problem i'm the problem but yet part of me wanted to blame him because i wanted something to blame because I was in denial with myself and my own emotions and my relationship with myself. And so, um, yeah, I just want you to start with talking about that, like self intimacy and how it pertains to self love.
1: Yes. Well, it's, it's everything. It's a piece where, I am at the strongest belief that we cannot have a good relationship with anything outside of ourselves. If we don't have a really good relationship inside of ourselves, it's all because we are at the center of everything. Like we are like the sun of the solar system, like everything in our world, it, it, it surrounds us. It orbits around, uh, around us. It is it's connected to us. And so if we are not shining brightly, if we're not in love with ourselves, if we are not in, in that intimacy places, being close to our emotions, to our sexual energy, to all of who we are, then everything outside of ourself gets impacted. Like the relationship with our partner, like you said, like, okay, even in sex, it's what I'm bringing to the table is a disconnect inside of me. So then how am I supposed to connect sexually or emotionally fully with my partner. There's a disconnect. Mm -hmm. So it all starts inside of ourself, which I feel it's, it's the place that so many of us don't want to (laughs) go because it's scary. It's vulnerable. We have to face our own shit. We have to own a lot of pieces and look at a lot of pieces that we actually spend a lot of our life running away from. So Mm -hmm turning toward that inner intimacy is one of the greatest gifts that we can give to ourselves. That's why I freaking love what I do. I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, what would you say would be the step in the right direction for somebody suffering, um, with intimacy and when they are the ones that are the problem, when they are the ones that are self-loathing and can't, they're too, they don't want to be vulnerable enough to let go or to work on themselves.
1: Well, it's a, it's always a choice. And this work is, I tell like all of my clients is it's not easy work. And sometimes they're like, why is this hard? And I wish I could go back to the place where maybe I didn't um, know, or the place where I could be like, actually, um, almost, what is that phrase? It, like ignorance is bliss. Like, could I just be in ignorance is bliss? But when we actually do this work and make that choice, that in of itself is self-love. I am choosing to actually be the leader of my own life rather than my past experiences, rather than what my mom and dad said, rather than what society is telling me, rather than what the uh, my religion told me. It's creating that sense of, uh, it's self-leadership to say, I am deserving and worthy of leading my own life. And it takes work to decondition and let go of, say, if we think about like sex, especially for so many, I mean, men and women, but for so many of us women, we get so much crap sent our way about what things should be and what things look like. And then we bring in the vulnerability piece And then we don't feel safe to be vulnerable. Then it becomes a whole smorgasbord of things that we have to move through. So it's, I would say very first step is willing to say yes to your own healing and your own self-discovery so that you can actually be living a life that is yours, not one that is created and molded by external forces. Yeah,
0: that's it's hard to be vulnerable, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, yes, <yes>, it, <laughs> it should be so easy yet. I, you know, the walls that society has put up, um, really keeps us compacted as individuals, as human beings from freeing ourselves and liberating ourselves. <laughs> and so, um, like even here, let talking uh, talk, talking about sex, you know, I, past generations, even my mom's generation or my grandmother's, they would be like, Oh my gosh, you're doing a podcast about sex. You can't do that. You have to keep it in your four walls. Like that's not something you do. Mm -hmm. It's not something you talk about. And it's like, okay, but what if I, as a woman am suffering? Like, it's not my spouse or my partner that has the problem. It's me. And how can I break those walls to make sure that I am connected? Because sex is beautiful, right? It's a connection between two individuals. Yet we place Mm -hmm. a barrier in between it sometimes. And, you know, we just, just like life, we try to just force it and go through the motions. And I mean, speaking from someone with experience with that, with my own, you know, journey of self-love and self-discovery, it's hard and it's exhausting when you force something that's yet supposed to be beautiful, yes. but you know, that it's supposed to mean you want it to so bad yet. You're just like, no, I can't like, what's the point.
1: <laughs> hmm. Well, we often get to that place when we don't know how to move through these pieces because when it comes to, and to self intimacy, again, it's an emotional intimacy. It's a sexual intimacy. It's All of the intimacy pieces, and but nobody really teaches us this stuff. As you mentioned, even the generations before you, it's like the generations before us, and you know, say our mom or our mom's mom or our dad. It's like nobody really talks about this, and nobody teaches. And even like emotional expression and vulnerability, it's it's something that it's almost a luxury. And I wish it wasn't a luxury to be in vulnerability. I posted this on my Facebook page the other day around being our authentic self and being in vulnerability. Like that is more luxurious than the next Louis Vuitton bag or Tesla car. It's, it's something that is unfortunately not it's available to us all, but not all of us actually open ourselves to it because it is, it's tricky and it's hard. And For me, I feel that especially any type of intimacy but you know, sexual side of things, everything is, it is part of who we are. And if we resist who we are, then as you said, then it becomes like this pushing and this forcing and that's what makes life hard. When we resist who we are, that's what makes life hard. It's when we actually are who we are and we're authentically expressing ourselves, whether it's a want, a need, a desire, a sexual desire. It's in all aspects of our life. And it comes with really with practice. Like I, on my Instagram the other day, I like shared this huge vulnerable piece of all my past and how much I love myself. And um, there's no shame or guilt around it or anything. And, you know, talking about sex and those pieces, like I used to be a sex and relationship therapist. It's it's all normal. If we can just normalize the conversation and, but past me, oh my gosh, I used to be the most biggest people pleaser in the world. So it takes intentionality to uncover yourself from underneath all the shoulds and the have tos and the hiding that we all do as women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a good segue for people pleasing because Mm -hmm. women And I know some of you listeners are nodding your heads because I do get responses about people pleasing and how to break the barriers. And how do we push forward when our whole life we've just said yes to everything, even when we are uncomfortable, even if we don't want to, and we are on the verge of having an anxiety attack or feeling overwhelmed, we still say yes.
1: Yes. It's well and it shows up everywhere because and even what's coming up in my mind is back in the day what would come into my office a lot of times is this um, dynamic that would happen if we look at say the sexual side of pieces is. That people pleasing energy of saying yes to everything and wanting to please and not have discomfort, not wanting to have any arguments, not wanting to have any tension. It's like, here, let me just, let me just say yes, let me sacrifice myself so that everything is okay. That when we do that, whether with family or at work or with friends, then it then it starts to seep into our relationship and then. because where we go, we always follow when we head into the bedroom or wherever it happens, it doesn't matter is then we're bringing that same energy in or not even into the bedroom because then, or no, we do bring it into the bedroom because it's like, well, I don't want to do this right now, but I feel like if I say no, my partner is going to be upset because I've said no the last five times. So it's like, well, shoot, it's been a while. I'm checking my clock. Like I feel like I should say yes, then it becomes an obligation. Then what a lot of women do is then they have sex from a very disconnected place and their partner feels it. So there's not really that full intimate connection, which then leaves them hungry for more connection, which then has them want to ask for sex again, two days from now. And then you're like, oh my gosh, we just had sex like two days ago. Why are you wanting it again? It's because it wasn't real intimacy. Like you were there in maybe in kind of presence and some emotional connection, but if it's out of obligation, it we're not really connecting. But a lot of women fear saying no in that place because they're afraid of what the ah, consequences will be or what the, the fight might be or what the, just the tension might be or what might be thought of inside of them or in their partner, it becomes a huge conflict.
0: Right. It's like, I don't want anything to be wrong with me or I have an issue because then it's going to be like, Oh, you're either making excuses or here you go again. You're just too emotional. Um, just get it together. It's just, you know, you're, are you having sex with somebody else? Like all these questions arise so rather than saying no, we rather just, again, that yes, but also, okay, I'll just be forced to do it just because, you know, my emotions don't matter. And that way arguments aren't, don't arise. And so we just, and we turn a blind eye, like nothing's going on. And so it okay. leads to more uh, self-inflicted harm is what it leads to in the end. Um,
1: It does. And this is a place where having that that self-responsibility is to not go into you mentioned before about blame place. And this is often what happens is we we try to find the reason that something is wrong. It's like, is it me? Is it someone else? Like, is it my partner? Is it like the whole relationship? Is it what's wrong? Like in this place of trying to fix something. When it's taking that self-responsibility of, am I actually allowing myself as an individual, as a woman, am I allowing myself to be in full expression of myself? Am I I allowing myself to go into my emotions? Am I allowing myself to go into my sexual energy? And what is blocking me from doing that and doing the inner work around that so that you can feel a very just turned on by life and feel vibrant about life and feeling connected and pleasurable about life from the day to day. So then when we actually go into the bedroom with either with ourselves or with a partner, it's not so much of a going from zero to a hundred. Cause a lot of women, they're just turned off because they're turned off by emo- their emotions. They're turned off to their own pleasure. They're turned off to just who they are. And so to then try to then be in connection with another person, their partner, it's like, there is too, it's too much of a leap. It's like from zero to a hundred and it doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. We are not light switches. Ladies are not light switches. (laughs) And
0: even (laughs) you mentioned, and I feel like this is a conversation too, that we try to avoid is the bedroom with ourselves. Like, why Mm -hmm. is it so hard for us as women if men do it,
1: why is it wrong if we do it? And and it's not <laughs> wrong. It's not. But see, this is the place is right, whether and there's masturbation. I always hated that word because it sounds so clinical, but I love self-pleasure. It's like ah self-pleasure. And can you be in self-pleasure? Throughout your whole day, like right now, I have my matcha latte that I love. This is such a pleasure to me. It is like allowing myself to actually feel my life. And then to be able to do that in the day to day, rather than thinking, I don't have time or it's an indulgence, or you feel guilty about pleasure even outside the bedroom. But if we actually learn to allow pleasure to seep into our life and our existence and be present with the now then we can bring that into the bedroom or you know, again, wherever it happens and having that sexual self-pleasure and that there's nothing wrong. There's nothing bad about it. It is not, it's, it's beautiful. It is literally our sexual energy is like one of the most purest, most beautiful energies that we have inside of ourselves, And because it's so beautiful and so powerful It's been shut down and shamed for so long, and this is part of the work. Is again, what's blocking you? What you know? Mindset. There's mindset. There's emotions, and there's energetics. But a good place to start is the mindset. Is what beliefs am I holding in my system that is telling me that this is wrong or bad or gross or disgusting or shameful? Shameful comes up a lot, especially around sexual energy. Is you know, what are the beliefs that I have? And whose beliefs are these? Where did these come from? Is this, is this from, you know, my religion? Is this from mom and dad growing up? Is this from, you know, teaching in class where, oh my gosh, was it in school back in the day, those um, classes of like sex, it was all like, you're going to get a disease. It's all bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or you're going to get pregnant. And it was all like, fear-based rather than this beautiful desire-based and such a wonderful expression of ourselves. So looking, again, that's where the inner work is, where you have to face your own shit. So you can see, like, is this mine? Is this in alignment with who I am authentically? Or is this a, an implant from somebody else that I have taken on as my own? So that's, that's the work. And it takes a while, it takes a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, you know,
0: with that, you can be in a state of a woman that fears sex, or you can be a woman that tries to go against all your limiting beliefs in the wrong approach where you spread your wings and you're, you just give yourself to everybody. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's not you respecting yourself either. In a sense, like there's two sides, there's two coins, but we don't have to toss up either one. I think when it comes, it starts with how, who are you as an individual? Who are you? And you preach this a lot about being authentic. Who are you in this day and age with technology and how advanced it is and how it's constantly evolving? We rely on, you know, social media to tell us who we should be, how we should be. And I just posted this day. It's like, your picture can be low quality. It doesn't have to be Instagram worthy. For you to try to get a point across people when you're authentic and maybe you're great at photography. I don't know, but I'm not. And so most of my photos look (laughs) low quality, whatever. The point is that I'm allowing someone else to be like, oh, I don't have to be perfect. I can be my authentic self. I could show my bed head and me half asleep with maybe some eye boogers, whatever. But the point is, is that you're being true to you. You're not trying to change who you are and live through somebody else. And that also starts you know, with being in alignment with yourself and everything you're saying goes hand in hand because this self-love journey, I feel like sometimes it's, it's what people like to think. It's just one-sided. There's no, it's self-love, but what really is self-love? There's so many roots to it. There's so many different roots that really tie together. But when you're just focused on maybe the self-discipline aspect of it, well, what about everything else? You know, it's like when, um, it's like this beautiful tree, right? I mean, there's necklaces on Etsy about like, this is how I picture self-love is like this beautiful tree necklace. And it's like so many branches, like that's self-love. It's not just one root. It's all the branches coming in together. And when you leave out certain branches, then you still feel like what else is missing? Like what, like you feel you're trying to fill a void, but it's not a void. It's just something that you're denying yourself or something that you don't want to talk about because you don't want to be vulnerable enough to bring it to the surface. And like you said it really does all everything I feel like ties together with mindset though. If you're not working on everything upstairs and really getting to the why in the core of it because we tend to ask ourselves one question, oh why? And then we leave it at that. Oh, I don't like myself because I feel ugly. Okay, well why do you feel ugly? Um, cause I don't like my eyes. Okay. Why don't you like your eyes? Like we stop with one or three and then we like shut it down.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, that's the, it's following that trail. And I love that you're saying about the asking the why not as in what's wrong with me. Let me like try to find why what's wrong with me. It's more of, it's like, why am I believing this? Where is this coming from? And what has, where is the root of this? And is it something that actually is connected to me? And really digging into it is mindset and also, again, emotional peace and energetics around, is this (laughs) <laughs> the biggest thing is uh, a lot of people ask, well, how do I know this is mine and not some like implanted belief? Or how do I know this isn't something that's been just like pushed on to me from, you know, say you we're talking about social media, et cetera, is for me, I know it it's me because it feels good. It feels easy. It feels like we were talking before. There's no resistance. It's there's ease, there's peace, there's calm, it is there's a, a being energy around it. And getting to that place, that's what where I know, I'm like, this is me. And showing up authentic, authentically around that it takes, it does take practice. And I love how you mentioned about like showing up in photos and things like that. I, I did a Facebook Live about this the other day, where I noticed I was getting caught in that, well, I would have the desire to go onto Facebook live, but then I'm like, yeah, but I haven't washed my hair in three days. And I'm wearing that sweatshirt that I always wear. And I would shut it down. And this is what a lot of women do is they shut it down. They shut it down. They shut it down. They shut it down rather than going, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm showing up how I am today like there are days where I'm all glammed up I have my hair done I'm like have this like awesome outfit and there are days when I'm in my cozy vibes and I'm feeling like in my cozy sweater and I like I don't really want to shower and it's all me and especially with women and our our feminine energy that we have it's very fluid it's not you know, if we think of like our periods and things like that, it's all cyclical. We cannot be the same all the time. So what is authentically you in this moment? And can you share that? And that's the vulnerability piece. And if you can't, that's when you start asking why, what feels unsafe about saying what I want to say, what feels unsafe about being a sexual woman, what feels unsafe about showing up wearing this outfit that I want to wear, what feels unsafe, and really digging into what has contributed to that feeling of that it's shameful, or it's unsafe, or it's not okay, or I'm going to be like, especially for me as past people pleaser, it's like, well, I don't want to be judged because if I'm judged, the people are going to hate me. And if they hate me, then they're going to leave me. And if they leave me, then I'm going to get that abandonment wound feeling. And I don't want to feel that. So I'm just going to please all the people to avoid all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, you got to dive, you got to dive in. That's where it all is. And that's where the intimacy is. Can you meet yourself where you're at and explore and expand more? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. You said that. I love that. You said that we're not the same all the time, like women. And there's a, um, I wish I could recall his name, but he is a nutritionist. He's out of, I believe Ireland, um, or England, but he, I came across, I stumbled across on Facebook one, like three years ago, a video he had posted about men feel the same way, 365 days out a year. And he goes, women (laughs) give yourself more credit because you are not the same person 365 days, you have different hormones that are being released, especially during the time of your cycle. So regardless if you don't get a menstrual cycle every month, you are still releasing those hormones. So when you feel good, you know, when you feel sad, when you feel bad, give yourself grace, and we do not do that. And that is coming from I'm like, this is a man that's saying this. And it's, (laughs) Scienti- <laughs> it's science. Like there's no way around it. We don't, we're like a roller coaster ride. That's the only way to really like perceive it. But yet we know that we don't feel the same all the time, but yet here we go. Blaming ourselves, um, really causing self-destruction, not giving ourselves grace not checking in with ourselves. Hey, how are we doing today? Oh, that's just a waste of time. It's not like it's going to help me. That's the biggest one I get sometimes from clients. And I'm like, okay, when's the last time that you checked in on yourself? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter. Actually, quite frankly, it does. Why is it okay for you to call your mom and check in on her, but you can't even check in on how you're doing. I guarantee if you sit down you'll probably find some things out about yourself that you didn't even realize are going on because when you don't check in you're not you're you're not showing up as your best self but you're also um causing destruction in a sense for those around you you're not inspiring anyone to be better people are like oh let's stay away from her like there's something obviously going on or your kids sense it your 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 significant other may sense it like there's so much that goes on it's like it's really a domino effect. And it really just starts again yes. with ourselves.
1: It does. It, yes. Because this is how powerful us women are. We're very, we have powerful energy. And when we lead ourselves first in having this shift in the dynamics in our life, it is like you said, it is a domino effect. And sometimes they're, it's tricky to make those changes and people around you do need to adjust. It's if people around you benefited from you not being expressive or from you, a lot of women get caught into as they get into the overachieving, like, let me do all of the things, and which is actually a term, a way of self-avoidance. And it's when you actually change that to maybe stop doing all the things and you you start caring for yourself more. You start you know, journaling more, you start taking the bath more, you start actually doing the reflective inner work, then, you know, people around you do need to adjust. And that's okay, but it is a positive domino effect. And the statement that you said, I want to hit on real fast is, when a woman checks in with herself or is is guided to check in with herself and explore the inner world of like, you know, how are you, like what is needed right now? Like what part of you is um, feeling unheard, unseen and disregarded and not loved and not feeling safe. And, but if we go into, no, it doesn't matter, that statement, automatically tells me that someone in her past told her that she does not matter, her emotions do not matter, her needs and her wants do not matter and she took that belief on and has carried that with her throughout her life to say I don't matter, so why would I share my wants and needs? Why would I share my emotions? Why would I be vulnerable? So let me just cover this all up. Let me focus on everyone else's needs. Let me focus on doing all of the things. Let me just leave myself out of the equation, because that is what is safe. And to start flipping that switch around, it's, it's almost like it's disrupting the system, but in a good way, it's disrupting this old way of being that actually it was protective for you for a while, but it's no longer serving you because it's actually, it's harm now, like what once protected you is now something that's getting in the way. Like maybe in the past, not sharing your emotions was actually really helpful or not sharing your sexual energy or not expressing your sexual energy was actually felt safe because um, maybe you saw some women around in your world who got, you had sexual assaults, or maybe there was a um, not safe male person in your world or female person in your world. And so it wasn't safe to be sexual. So now you've shut that part of you down. But now it's getting in the way because you're wanting to be sexual with your partner, with yourself, but there's a part of you that's like, it's not safe to, because I need to protect myself. And it's, it's realizing that we have to undo and disentangle what used to be protective, which is now actually not protective. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that brings me to a conversation I had with the family member yesterday in the morning. And um, I was telling her, you know, it starts with our belief system, like what people told us in our past. And then she sat there for a second, quiet over the phone. And she goes, you know, you're right, because, you know, I still am trying to figure out on loving myself and accepting myself and accepting that I look good in my body, like all my hard work. She goes, but I still hesitate to wear certain style clothing because, you know, if I wore crop tops. Um, when I was younger, my mom would come over, hit my stomach, and say, mm-hmm. you know, why why you dress like that? You're asking for it, you're asking for men to come over here and, you know, um do stuff to you. You're pretty much just putting yourself out there, stop being a slut. And it's yeah. like it goes deep, it's rooted in us. But until you start to realize that, it's like a light bulb flashed yesterday. And it was like, it's not me. It was given to me.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. That gives me chills like (sighs) that. It's not me. It was given to me. And this is where so much, yeah, the belief system from our parents and around, it's like, it gets dumped on us. And as Mm -hmm. kids and as teenagers, we're, we, we want to learn, we're learning how to be in the world and what is okay. And what's not okay. And what has us feel safe and not safe and loved and not loved. So we learn really quickly, like, oh, not only is it not safe to wear this crop top because I'm going to get harmed and hurt because I'm asking for it. Now I'm being called a slut by my my own mom. So I don't want that to happen. That doesn't feel good. And I want to make sure I'm like, I'm feeling loved by her. So now I'm learning all these adjustments. We make all these adjustments that we have to make And to go into a lot of the work that I do is parts work and going into the parts of you that are holding on to those belief systems and feeling like, no, 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 I cannot release this. Because if I release this belief system that, you know, say the, oh, if I wear certain clothes, I'm going, I'm going to be asking for harm and therefore it's not safe you know, what part of you is holding on to that belief system for safety? And what's the fear of, if I let this go, what's, what's the fear is going to happen? And can I, what I do in my work is a lot of soul alignment and um, soul connection is what would my higher self and my soul self say about this? And it's, no, you are always, safe you're always uh, loved you're always enough and it's okay to wear the things that you want to wear and it's safe to express who you are and you are loved you're light you're beautiful you're wonderful wonderful like all those pieces and so for me it's learning to tap into that truth rather than the quote-unquote truths that we were given to by other people who are in their wounds, who are in their avoidance of self, like that's not truth. It's all avoidance. It's all protection. It's all let's pass on the, how to be, how to be in the world rather than how to be ourself in the world. Yeah.
0: I wish you guys can see her right now. Like you holding your chest and just repeating (laughs) these, I, I just, ah, it's so much energy. It's just so moving. Um, and it's so beautiful when you can feel the energy and I love sensing it's even through, it doesn't matter if it's zoom. It's like, I can feel it, what you're radiating and what, how you speak. And it's just, it's moving to me. Um, and so when we, when we talk about, you know, coming in alignment with ourselves, what about setting boundaries, but also not feeling burnt out? Um, at the same time with trying to balance everything. Like, what would you say how to go about it? Because I know you're really big on boundaries, but you also talk about burnout.
1: Yes. And and I just want to say thank you for um feeling my energy. That's something that is it's always beautiful for me to express that because again, as a woman who is so collapse down and hidden and small and hiding and, you know, all of that energy to, this is one of my biggest pieces is I want to keep expanding who I am and to have my energy be felt. It's like, it is safe to be felt. It is safe to be, you know, energetically expressed. So thank you for that. And it's, so with the boundaries and the burnout piece is really taking a look at what part of you is driving this? Like when I'm thinking of burnout so the parts of me that drove this for the longest time, cause I got mega burnt out. Like I, <laughs> when it was towards the end of my therapist days, cause I now do online coaching is I, I would have so many clients. I would give them everything. Like I was, I was so good at what I'm still so good at what I do. I'll own that. And but I would give them everything and then I would come home and there was nothing left for me nothing left for my husband I was like a freaking zombie on the couch like I was and I was trying to do so many other things too and especially during um high school and college like I you know the memories on Facebook if you go into yeah. your memories what popped up yesterday is past Chelsea she was like well I shoveled the snow I took the dog for a walk and I did p90x twice and I guess I deserve a beer now And it was like, ah, past Chelsea, she was trying to prove and try to do all the things and try to get the perfect body. And it was complete burnout central because my people pleaser was driving it. I need to please all the people. And if I'm going to please all the people, then I need to do all the things. And if I do all, so that's my overachiever. And if I do all the things, then well, you best believe I better do it perfectly. So now my perfectionist side is driving the show. So now it's like go, go, go burn out. And one of my collapsed places, I remember this was so many years ago, not many, time is weird now. And like, was that last year or like five years ago? I don't know anymore. Is I remember looking at my calendar that of my life that I had created and I was like, oh my God. And I literally like canceled my whole week and jumped on a plane to go see my mother in Texas. Like I was like a little kid, like running away to my mom because I was like. I just created this whole life. I'm burnt out. Oh my gosh. It's going to bring tears to my eyes because I remember that same trip. I saw my mom and we talked about like, what life do I want to create? And I'm literally living in it. And I like today I have like four, I have four calls today. (laughs) That literally is my whole week. (laughs) Literally. Like I don't, I show up when I want to. I put posts online when I want to. I check in like my clients send boxer messages to me and I respond at the coffee shop with my matcha latte. There's like so much freedom and I want every woman to feel this. It feels so good. And it's not, I didn't do anything special. I just did the work because I knew I'm worth it and I keep expanding and So really looking at what part of you is driving your burnout show and what are you avoiding inside of you? Because I know my people pleasing, my perfectionist, my overachieving, and I know this for other women too, it's it's all self-avoidance because if you're pleasing all the people, you don't have to look at your own emotions. If you're doing all the things, you don't have to look at your emotions, right? So it's (sighs) learning to be with yourself is it's like the most beautiful gift you can ever have because then you realize safety has been inside of you all along and it's not something you find outside of yourself love has been inside of you all along and it's not something that you need to find and chase outside of yourself because where you go you will always follow and you get safety and love with you everywhere you go like how amazing is that
0: I'm over here trying not to cry. I'm a crier and I'm just like, cause it's, I try <clears throat> to explain to people what it feels like. And it's, it's emotional trying to explain it because there's it no words really this freedom. Yeah. It's just this freedom. Like all the walls just come tumbling down. Like they're just crashing. You could visualize it. You could see it. if you close your eyes, like I could visualize if I close my eyes, this very given moment. I can remember what that felt like and I can picture it and nothing does it justice because you can only give freedom to yourself. And you know, it's we we can have freedom at any given moment. If we take hold of our authentic and just to do our best, do our best for ourselves every single day whatever that looks like for you, you know, when you're not showing up as your best, you know, when you're not doing things at your best, but when you live this authentic life, doing your best, then what people say and do doesn't define you. It doesn't matter to you. You go about life. Oh, so-and-so said this about you. Okay. All right. Well, don't matter to me. Okay. What's your point? Like I do that all the time. And my sister's always like, how do you do it? And I was like, you know, it doesn't mean I'm conceited. It doesn't mean I believe I'm better than it means. And you said this, and this was key. I know my worth. I know who I am. I love who I am. And I walk in my freedom. I walk in my truth and everything else does not matter. They could say people are always going to judge you. People are always going to say, but it all comes down to, because they have a problem with themselves. And we say this all the time, right? Like It's not you. It's them. That's the reality of it. Like they are not living in their true authentic self and they are still shackled to their own, you know, darkness. And so Mm -hmm. it's never it's not liberating to them. So, of course, if they see you, they just want what you have. Right. They want to know, you know, how did she get there? Well, the answer is simple. We don't, we, but we complicate it. We're constantly reading the next book, trying to find, you know, what's this, what's this answer? The answer lies within you. And like you said, you don't need a blue check mark by your name. You don't need to be in magazines. I say this line over and over. You don't need to be in magazines. You don't need X, Y, and Z. You just need to be true to yourself and all the answers will come. It's like everything
1: just comes together. And, and that, all that just gives me chills because when we, when we choose to embody our authentic truth and let that be heard, seen, felt, experienced in all of the essence of who we are, when we, this is why I do what I do is because I live this for me first. And I want to be this permission for other women that I said this on the Facebook Live the other day in my Facebook group. Is it sounds dramatic, but it's almost like, okay, if she's showing up authentically and she's saying what she wants to say and she's being in our authentic truth and she's being vulnerable and wait and she's loving her body as it is right now, even though it's gained some weight. And if she's doing that and she's okay, like she's still loved and she's not dead she's like alive, then there's Mm -hmm. like safety. It's like this primal animal piece that it's okay. Mm -hmm. She's safe. It's safe to be you and to have that energy be felt by other women and give permission. I know by being me, it, and as simple as it sounds, and as I used to poo poo this because I'm like, all right, be you, be me, be your authentic self. It sounds so like, I don't know, 1990s self-help bookery. but it's like, but it, that is what it is. And as all of us women expand and rise and actually feel, I tell the women in my world, be full of yourself, be full of your own love, be full of your own worth, be full of your own truth, because then the whole women, everyone in the world gets to rise from that. It's like, Everyone benefits, and if all of us women rise, then we're just going to raise the whole vibration of the entire world with more love in it. And is that a bad thing? No. <laughs> and it all starts with just a woman. Uh, the moment a woman says yes to herself, like say if she, even if it's like, okay, I'm going to say yes and start reading this book, or I'm going to say yes and listen to this podcast, I'm going to say yes to myself, and start finding the pleasures, little pleasures in life so I can experience the big ones. I'm going to start saying yes to myself and maybe hire a coach. I'm going to, like those moments of yes are so, that's the yes we want to say, not the yes that we think we have to say in order to be loved. It's like the true yes that says, I am ready to love myself. I am ready to be myself. I'm ready to discover who the F I am and share that with the world. And when a woman says yes to that journey, it's like, yay, welcome. Welcome. It's so fun over here.
0: It's true. It's beautiful. There's nothing more beautiful than to see a woman just living authentically. And you could see it because you can feel the energy, whether it's our social media posts, whether you've seen someone out in public, you know, the difference. And so it's, it's beautiful. And it makes me want to be better. Like when I see, when I check in on clients and, you know, they're telling me their goals and how much they progress and how they feel. And it's like, my gosh, this I know. fuels my fire. Like, I'm like, you don't, I can't even explain to you how much better you're making me, but how this just like, like, I just want to explode. And sometimes I'm like extra, I'm always like, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. But like, this is literally me excited for you because you know, you know how it felt. And for another woman to feel that another human being to feel that you're just like, yes, if we can all feel that, imagine like all the walls around the whole entire globe just shatter because, you know, I feel like men are a little different where they'll get in a fight and they're over it after two days they're best friends. Women we hold grudges we will we want the worst for one another when we don't like somebody and it's like okay let's take that energy and just bring light into it and let's just all love ourselves for who we are and embrace our authenticity. Maybe you you know you have brown hair but you really want black hair and she has black hair so you're mad about it. Like who cares? Like love who you are like let's stop over complicating this so to sit down with you and like you're just like ah oh, I can feel it and like I know what you're saying and it's just it's trans it transforms your life even more and it just brings again like just this um this energy and this light for you to even be better than who you currently are
1: yes and not not better because Oh, and I just have to say real fast, that feeling when you see the women in your world experience what you know, like I'm thinking of one client when we first started, she couldn't even sit like five minutes with herself too. Cause then it was like, I need to go do something. I need to, and to have her then message me to be like, oh, I just spent the whole day. I journaled, I snuggled with my kids. I went shopping. I'm like, yes! oh, like this. Awesome. it's like, so seems so simple on the surface but it's such a huge shift on the inside and my heart just it's almost like sometimes my heart is like oh my gosh I'm at the like edge of this like heartburst," and I'm like ah this feels so good and the piece I wanted to say is around just being like don't even hold back on celebrating yourself and other women because there's so much that we're told to quiet down and not be too excited. And we can only celebrate ourselves if we are um, achieving something, so to speak, when in reality, it's celebrating the expansion of ourselves. And one of the things I like to say is celebration is the climax of self love, because it says that I am worthy of celebration as I am now. And I don't need to do something different or, Uh, It's just celebrating who you are and not having to be better because there's something wrong with you, but it's, I'm going to be better, meaning I'm going to keep expanding myself and I'm going to keep celebrating that journey along the way and letting that be in the accomplishments too. Of course, we want to celebrate those as well, but it's, this is one of the, I think the biggest piece that a lot of women struggle with is letting themselves actually celebrate themselves because they're like, no, that's silly. Or no, that's not worthy of celebration or no. Well, this gal over here, that's like better, whether it's maybe online coaching world, she made more money, or maybe this gal over here lost weight faster than you, or this gal over here is in a partnership and you're not. And it's like, This is why I did a class recently on healing sisterhood wounds because it's always such a comparison. But if we change comparison to celebration and celebrate ourselves and the other women around us, then again, everyone is rising and everyone is lifting rather than trying to compete for space. There's space for all of us. I'm telling you, like, expand as big as you want to be as big as you want to take up as much space as you want to. It's not a competition. There's enough space for all of us, all of us. I promise. I promise. I promise.
0: And I love that you clarified that because sometimes people get, um, when we say better than I love that you clarified that part, because then we think first thing that comes to mind is okay, what can I do better than I did yesterday? Like, oh my gosh, like maybe if I ran 5K, I need to go run 10K. That's not what it means. Mm -hmm. I love that you really clarified and said to continue celebrating yourself, like to continue just evolving, allowing yourself to feel and grow, but to celebrate yourself through the process, not trying to find the next best thing. Like, how can I be better here? Like, that's not what, when someone is telling you, you know, be better than who you were yesterday. It's not, again, don't try to outrun your pace. Like what you did yesterday, you're now you're just competing in a negative way and you're building these negative habits and these walls in your head. And so you're actually doing the opposite of what you actually want to be doing. And that's just, you know, like like you perfect, you said it beautifully, but celebrating yourself and just keep it.
1: Yeah. Yes. And that Piece I want to, I'm going to pull this up on my phone real fast is because it's not being better than I was yesterday. It's, am I being myself today? Mm -hmm. Am I showing up authentically today? Because you know, the me yesterday might've been feeling all up in her energy, feeling really vivacious, like kind of like, Ooh, like let's conquer the world. And I got a bunch of things done. And, and even today, like I'm tired today. Like I'm, um, I didn't sleep as well as I wanted to. And, you know, there's stay up a little bit Leo's date night with the hubby. So it was like, and I got a full day and there's a little bit lower energy here today, but is that anything less or bad or not better than the day before? Because I had more energy and I got more yeah. things done yesterday. No, it's, Am I showing up in my authentic truth today Mm. and that that gets to be celebrated and expanding that every day, which is here, let me find it. So I actually just put out, um, my, um, the new, I rebranded my new mentorship, my one on one that I did, and I called it expand. And the reason I called it expand is because the definition, and this is what I want all of us women in our authenticity is always expanding and celebrating how we're showing up. As expand means to become or make larger or more extensive, to amplify, to grow, to rise, to increase, to open, to spread, to express, to change from smaller to larger, a fuller version of, and to feel generous. And the antonym of that is to contract, to shrink, to condense, to scale down, to hide, to diminish, and to lessen and for me in my world it just gives me chills reading that i'm like good job choosing that name chelsea is to keep expanding who you are because this is it's an ongoing discovery like who you find yourself to be your going is going to find new layers it's like there's limitless layers inside of yourself to love so there's like limitless layers to discover and understand and you grow and you expand and you just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just an ongoing self-discovery and you get to celebrate yourself along the way, not just when you've reached the end. Cause like, is there really an end in this whole self-authentic like expansion journey? No. So it just becomes a big love celebration, pleasure, fun, sometimes filled with power cries, but it's all good. It's
0: all good. <laughs> yes. I love that. And thank you for reading that definition because that it's it's truly impactful when we can move our own mountain, but even expand on that mountain, allowing it to flow into the lives of others, the lives of other mm-hmm. women. And it's just, you know, like we we keep saying it, but really let's just continue to rise together. Together, that's what ultimately makes the world a better place. It is not allowing past, you know, expectations or what women should be towards each other, you know, defined, you know, this new world and how, you know, the world we're currently living in. And we can change that. It can stop with us and we get to set the tone for next generations and on and on. And it's beautiful, like we are given a gift and we get a choice. To change the world with our voice and no matter how big or small we are and so that is what that's truly impactful and so
1: yeah yes. the new world will be created with women rising together in celebration not in competition and yes it's well this is why the recent class I did was called together we rise because that's That's the way no woman left behind. We all get to rise together and expand together. And it's a journey. It's a journey and it's such a blessing. And I wish, I wish every woman would say yes. So get the help that you want. This is not meant to be done together, right? Just like we were saying, together we rise. It's like find the support, find the friends, find the coach, find the group, find the whatever it is that of women who are supporting your expansion and not trying to compete against you because some women are still stuck in that um, way, and that's okay. They'll find their path, but find your people that you can expand with. Yeah, I love
0: that. So, what self practices do you do daily
1: in regards to self love? Ah, mm, oh, such a good question. It's it's interesting. It flows now. I used to be a little bit more rigid with it when I was. Um, really introducing it and rigid, meaning very intentional, like, okay, I want to make sure these get done. Cause otherwise my old habits would <laughs> have me not do them. Mm-hmm. So, but a big one is most often, most mornings you'll find me at the coffee shop journaling. And I remember one guy once he's like, are you writing a novel over there? And I'm like, no, just my feelings, <laughs> just, just my feelings. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I know. Like, well, I am writing a book, but this is just for me. Uh, um, so, journaling is a place that is really powerful for me because it's uh, like I can coach myself on the page. I ask myself questions and I question things like, well, why do you think that is? And um, where is that coming from? And um, also, just getting the things out of me so I can see them. So, journaling is definitely a self love practice that I do. Um, water is really huge for me. So if I'm feeling dysregulated, if I am feeling a little anxious, if I'm feeling um, just a little off, oftentimes, um, I'll either hop in the shower. So I'll get in the shower just to feel uh, just the water or I'll get into the tub because it's, it's like a sense of safety and holding for me. Um, so water is huge. And um, also, One of my go-tos that I'll use, especially in the moment, is um, if I'm feeling again dysregulated, is um, so these are almost kind of like in the moment practices is I'll stand up and put one hand on my heart and one hand on my womb space and I'll kind of sway. So it's almost kind of like rocking a baby, just kind of swaying myself. And I'll just tell myself like sweet everything for my soul that like I mentioned before, is like, no, you are safe, everything's okay. You are loved. It's all working out. Like, just very, just very soothing and calming. And especially if there's like a little girl in me, a little, you know, younger part of me that might be freaking out about something, like it's very coming in and soothing myself in that place. And um, yeah, and then things like, you know, um, self pleasure, like we talked about, that's the mm-hmm. self love practice of mine. Dancing, like I'll put on music. One of my favorites, I haven't done it in a while actually, is um, I'll, put on candles in my office and put on some nice um, just kind of feminine dance music and dance naked in my office and just feel and just love my body and just dance and let myself move and express and um, and sometimes I buy myself nice things and massages and yes. I get my nails did and all those things so you find what works for you and um, you get to play and in it and again it just changes from day to day based on what my needs are. Cause again, we're multi-dynamic women and what might work one day might not work the next day. So you get to access your, your toolbox and um, yeah. And I'll reach out, of course, reach out to friends. And if I have a coach or um, i actually just finished a mastermind right now or my husband. So it's always making sure that I'm not alone in my, yeah. it, with myself, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I love that.
0: I love that. So you say coffee shop and I'm over here. I, uh, they, my, no one, my listeners don't know this besides my husband, but I journal in the bathroom on the toilet seat. I'll sit down. But for me, (laughs) because I used to journal here on the desk and, um, the bathroom for me is like, was the enemy for so long because I suffered for with bulimia for 11 plus years. So now sitting there and I get to like I'll start off, like I'm powerful because, or I'm strong because there's some days, however, I like to fit whatever's on my heart that day. But like, I feel like I finally conquered that area and it's the bat. it just so happens to be the restroom, but just saying there's so he, he's like, um, are you going to shower? Or are you like, and I'm like, Oh, I'm still journaling. <laughs> <laughs> or and that's why I try to do it now. Like I, I do it now for months. I've been doing it at 4 a.m. That way, like I know he's sleeping. So I'm like, okay, I'm in there by myself. Or sometimes he'll like wake up early if he's leaving early. He's like, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just writing. <laughs> and like sometimes he won't even ask because he knows. But I mean, we all have a story behind it, but whatever works for you, right? Yeah. So
1: yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love, see, and that's such an example of. Well, and I love how you shared that vulnerability because it's like, well, nobody else knows this, but now it's on the podcast. And But it, again, it gives permission because it's, again, find what works for you. Find what works for you. And honestly, there's, <laughs> there's probably a good handful of my Facebook posts that actually have been written on the toilet. So I'm just saying, <laughs> but I, I can see yours. You're maybe not going to the bathroom, but maybe you are, but it doesn't matter. Like you find... You find the music that works for you, the journaling that works for you, the meditation that works for you, the um, whatever is an honoring of you that feels best, that's not in self-avoidance. Like, um, you know, sometimes for me, self-love is watching Netflix, but sometimes it's self-avoidance. So knowing the difference between a certain action and what your intention is behind it. And yeah, I love I love that because we get to, again, we get to find what works for us and to feel. And I love the beauty of that. Just like that, there were so many probably demons in the bathroom for you. And now it's like this beautiful place. It's now some place that is reclaimed in power rather than being feeling powerless. And it's such a beautiful, such a beautiful thing. So experiment. We get to experiment with what works. And sometimes like, sometimes I don't journal for weeks because I'm just not feeling my need it. And then other times I'm like journaling an hour, like every day. So it just depends. Just depends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now I didn't ask you this in the beginning, but I wanted to ask you, I normally leave them with a challenge every week. Sometimes mainly it's either something like journal prompt, um, or just like a self-love challenge, but what mini challenge would you give the listeners? Like what would come to mind? Mm,
1: a mini challenge.
0: Just something they can implement.
1: You know, I, what's I, coming up. There's so many different things, but what's coming up right now is. Yes. Yeah, so what's coming up right now. Ooh, and it's 11, 11 here. I love it. Is to each day. Pause and place your hand on your heart and tell yourself that you are love, that you are love, that you are safety, that you are beautiful, that you are sexy, that you are whatever it is that you crave most to hear is to actually tell yourself that and placing your hand on your heart. And there's a challenge that I give women extension of this. It's in my, um, self-love sanctuary program that I have is I have these meditations that I give the ladies and to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself those things, but not like way out, like full length mirror, but like, like up close to the mirror, look into your eyes and tell yourself those things. And it's vulnerable because you're like seeing yourself. And even if it's not starting with saying those things, but just seeing yourself in the mirror, looking at yourself in the eyes, and letting yourself receive your own self, like letting yourself see yourself. And it sounds so simple. I had one gal in on that program that she's like, I resisted it for like two weeks because I knew it was going to be powerful. And she's like, I did it. And I started crying. It's like, yes, because we all crave to be seen. Mm-hmm. And can we not just give that to ourselves and see ourselves? So I would say, take a moment. I would challenge you to take a moment to either tell yourself each day, a a sweet something from your soul and, or look yourself in the mirror into your eyes and see yourself. There's so much simplicity and power in that. It doesn't have to be fancier than that. Although there's a bunch of other things you can do, but it's, it gets to be simple. It does. And I
0: know I told you this in the beginning, but what, is your favorite quote. I feel like we can all connect somehow when it comes to quotes. And so when you're ready, you could share that.
1: Yes. I, the one I always, there's so many amazing quotes out there, but the one that I always come back to that has led me through so much is it's safe to be you. It, that's it. It's just safe to be you and the more you actually feel into that and hold into it and experience it and allow yourself to be you and feel the safety of that it's it's that's where power comes from is feeling the safety inside of you and then you expand it more and more but it's just it's safe to be you that's it it's safe to be you so you get to repeat it's safe to be me it's safe to be me it's safe to be me and say it as long as you need to until you actually truly believe it because it is safe to be you.
0: Oh my gosh. Talking to you. I could feel like I could talk to you all day. <laughs> we can extend this podcast, but um, it was just, <laughs> it was such an honor uh, to have you and you're just con- you just are this light. And so may you continue to empower thousands more and really just use your light to be a guidance to other women because you know, speaking to you, and it's I could tell it's from the heart, and it is very um, impactful for me to sit here and have this conversation because I feel like I even felt, um, even like this, I felt like I grew dur- during this podcast, and I already knew because that's how I felt coming into it. And I, you know, I was telling you, I was telling my husband last night and I was just so excited for this, but, um, yeah, it was just a privilege to have you on. And I do want you to share with the listeners, where can they contact you? How can they find you?
1: Yes. And thank you so much for everything that you said. It's, I feel the safety in me. And so every time women come in my world, like one of the things that they say, they're like, I feel so good in your energy. It feels so safe. And I was like, yeah, like this, in my world and my energy, it's you get to experience that safety. So then you can access it inside of you and get to be you. It's just magical. And um, yeah. So the best place to find me is, or where I hang out the most is on Facebook. So Chelsea page on Facebook, I'm posting there all the time. I've got Facebook Lives going and in my, Facebook group, it's a free community, my Soul Queen Rising Facebook group. And um I do a lot of free classes in there and some other lives and posts. And you know, we talk about all these pieces of being authentically you and having that intimate relationship with ourselves, with our partner, with our business, money for entrepreneurs, those pieces. And everything is a relationship. And I'm also on Instagram, Dr. Chelsea Page and Um, everything is on my website at soulqueenrising.com. So that's where you'll find, you'll find how to get to Facebook and Instagram, but my offers are on there. Um, I got a ton of programs and free classes and my coaching and all the magic. So, um, and always reach out to me. So I'm just a message away. If you want to connect and, um, discover how to be further in my world. So uh, we get, again, we get to rise together and I'm accessible to everybody.
0: Yes, And I'll have all her links. You guys already know in the synopsis down on this podcast. And, um, yeah, it was just, thank you so much again for being on the podcast for really taking time out of your day, but I hope all of you listening just feel empowered. And for those of you have been hesitating to really walk in your truth. I hope this is, this podcast is you know, just brought light into your day and you start to realize that you are worthy, you matter. And, you know, if you need anything, reach out to Chelsea. Um, I feel like you're just a ball of energy and I can't express it enough. If you guys can, we're (laughs) only here sitting in front of me and you guys know, I'm always the first to tell you guys the truth. So really, I just thank you for being on here. And, um, I'm going to leave you guys like I always leave you do something today that will make the world better than you found it. So we'll talk to you guys soon and have a good rest of your week. Bye. All right, guys, let me drop you off some discount codes. If you have not heard already, I am a first form coach through the first form app, helping you with your nutrition, your fitness, and also mindset goals. I implement so much mindset on our team guiding you to be the best version of you and helping you be able to reach the goals that you have set for yourself. You can head on over to the app store, Apple or Android, download the First Form app and add me as your advisor, Desiree at selfloveeffect.com or Desiree toppings. If you have any questions, link for supplements on the First Form website, And that can be found in the synopsis below or in the link in my bio. Any questions you have supplement related, please never hesitate to ask. And you guys know that I will never share something with you if I don't stand 100% behind it. And I love these supplements. They have changed my life in numerous ways. And now I'm able to be part of their platform on the app. So next on the list, we have Born Primitive, the best athletic wear on the market. Veteran owned and also very humanitarian. I could not think of another company to represent. You can head on over to Born Primitive, save using the link in the synopsis or in my bio through social media pages. You can use that link and it automatically saves you 10% at checkout. So you don't have to copy and paste no promo code, it automatically comes off at checkout. Next, Maven Threads. Head on over whether it's for your headband, throughout headband attire throughout the day. Or for workouts, get your hands on some Maven thread headbands with cute prints or not, but save using Self-Low Effect 15 at checkout. And next on the list, we have Wad and DONE. Save your hands, stop tearing, invest in Wad and DONE, and I promise you, your hands will be happy. I have not torn in almost two years now, and I'm making pull-ups and toes-to-bar so much easier. You can save using Treasures 10 at checkout. And finally, we have the self-love effect shop. Head on over, get yourself some self-love effect podcast apparel or self-love effect merch. And honestly, I love to see you guys all repping your apparel. It makes me, it gets me so excited. And when you do, don't hesitate to tag us on Instagram. I love you guys. Thank you for your constant love and support. Again, you can use self-love effect code at checkout on our website. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day and we will talk to you soon. Bye.